Hi, folks. Chris Voss here from The Chris Voss Show.com. <laughs> Welcome to another edition of The Chris Voss Show podcast. We certainly appreciate you guys being here. Why don't you pull up a uh, cup of coffee, maybe your favorite tea, maybe, uh, you know, just whatever beverage you might be drinking. Maybe you're doing a scotch and an eight ball. Just pull one up uh, and uh, let's share a moment here. On the Chris Voss Show podcast. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, of course, referring to a pool game. Uh, anyway, uh, let's talk news. Holy crap. It's October 7th. Where the... Oh, <laughs> it's October 8th. Wow. Okay. <laughs> 7th was yesterday. Wow. Okay. All right. I took a nap sometime today. Clearly, I lost what day it was when I took my nap. It's getting old stuff. Taking naps is pretty interesting. Uh, you young people, just wait. I used to always make fun of my dad taking naps, and I'd be like, hey, Dad, you're always taking a nap. Little I know he's doing it, probably mostly to get away from us. But the other thing is, he was old, and he was tired. He was tired of our shit. So he took a lot of naps. So anyway, I just woke up from a nap, figured I'd pound out a podcast, and I don't know what day it is, clearly. So either I'm suffering from a massive hemorrhaging head wound, or, well... It's probably just Tuesday. Anyway, guys, uh, let's talk about news, what's going on in the tech world today. Be sure to go to thecvpn.com or chrisvosspodcastnetwork.com and follow all the wonderful stuff that we're taking doing over there, the six different podcasts. Uh, we're talking about launching a seventh podcast. I won't tell you what it is, so you'll have to go see what's up over there and if it's produced yet. Uh, but uh, it definitely is in the cooker, as it were. So let's talk about tech news. The tech, there, I should have like... Uh, I should like a CNN uh, actor. I forget his name. He's a really uh, great actor. Um, where he has the this is CNN. I'll probably get sued for that now. Um, I should probably have him do that announcement. Let's get into news, or you know the let's get ready to rumble. That's probably a good one. Let's get ready to do the news. All right, now that I'm done annoying you and your speakers, uh, top of the news. This is kind of interesting uh, because it, it plays in the world of uh, gaming, plays in the world of technology. We cover gaming on the Chris Foss Show. Uh, but also this comes into politics. We're seeing a crossover, a lot of this stuff lately, uh, because some of the dynamics and stuff in our world is changing. So according to Bloomberg, and of course this has been reported by numerous outlets by now, uh, Blizzard, if you're not familiar with Blizzard, they're a huge gaming uh, company. I believe they're owned by Activision. Um, no, hold on. I think it's something else. I don't know, I'm confused. Anyway, Blizzard has a huge different website they take and use and uh, promote stuff. They have their games, World of Warcraft, all that sort of stuff. Uh, anyway, they have huge competitions around the world and prize money and all that stuff. Well, they have banned a uh, player from the Hearthstone competition for a year, rescinded 10000 uh, of his prize money after he publicly supported Hong Kong's pro-democracy protesters. Um, you know, it's we don't get, like to get into politics too deep in the weeds here. There's another show for that on the Chris Voss Show uh, network. Um, but uh, we're seeing a lot of this in the news lately. Uh, we recently saw the NBA kind of get upended with China over a coach publishing a tweet about uh, supporting the Hong Kong protesters and democracy there. Uh, it's turning into a whole kerfuffle. In fact, China's retaliating now. And the NBA is probably going to lose billion billions of dollars just over a guy tweeting. Now, um, I'm not saying that's right or wrong. 
keep that in mind, but it's interesting to me that one t- tweet can cause these billion dollar sort of failures in business. So um, definitely interesting how some of this stuff can impact the world. We've seen, you know, presidents and, and, and politicians on the world that can crash their markets by saying the wrong thing on social media. But, you know, just this is a coach of an NBA team that may have cost the NBA uh, billions and billions of dollars. In fact, I'm not sure he's a coach. I think he's a general manager. He's somewhere in the management. Let's put it that way. So uh, this is happening around the world. And I guess China has become powerful enough that they can put their foot down and say, uh, you know, you're going to have to fold to us. If you listen to the Chris Wash Show podcast news uh, reports uh, a couple days ago, we reported that the new Apple emojis in their new iOS uh, do not have the uh, I can't remember what it is. There's like Hong Kong apps. Or there's there's some apps where the Taiwanese flag is now missing. Uh, or it was in the emojis and now it's gone. If you uh, if you live in the prospective areas of China and Hong Kong, uh, which uh, basically is a statement from Apple that they're bending the will of China. So this is going to be kind of interesting as we see China rising, rising as an economy, rising as a power and everything else, and the demands they're going to want to put on technology companies to uh, bend to their will. I mean, already we've, you've seen technology companies try and dance around them, work with them, uh, bend to their rules, do their own sort of censoring as well. Um Kind of an interesting dynamic of, of what we do when we see uh, American-born capitalist countries doing this. So uh, I think it's kind of good that we stand up, but I think uh, China does feel like it has much more license to do stuff with our politics the way they are. They feel like they can get away with stuff. I don't think they'd pull this kind of crap with uh, prior presidents being around. So that's just my opinion, and I'm sticking to it. Let's take and look at the next item. Up. Twitter says it has unintentionally used some email addresses and phone numbers provided for account security purposes for ad targeting. This is according to Axios. Wow, man. Unintentionally used those email addresses. Hey, sorry, we started spamming you with shit from our ad people. Uh, we scraped our own website for emails and phone numbers and then sold them to advertisers. Nice. Way to go, Twitter. Clown car that keeps crashing into success never ends this is it like it's the one clown car that you're just like how do you keep crashing and still be a success like what, <laughs> what the hell man i don't know maybe it's like the png and e public utility in california that's uh, now starting to shut down people's power because it's worried that it will have downfall lines and uh and uh, cause another burnout that uh, tons of people will unfortunately die at, sadly. Uh, and then they'll get sued and have to file bankruptcy again. So now what they're doing is instead of just fixing whatever their damn problems are, they're just uh, shutting off people's power randomly when there's different issues of spells, which is pissing a lot of people off in California. I'm just reading about this. I'm just like, oh, are you kidding me? Seriously? What is this, Baghdad? Was this the Middle East? What is this, like... Uh, middle of nowhere, like Africa, where we can't keep the power on 24-7. Uh, North Korea has a problem keeping their power on 24-7. What little they use and have. Um, if you ever looked at one of those night maps of Korea, North Korea. So anyway, um, yeah, that's what's going on in technology land, California. I'm sure big companies have power backups, but still, like seriously, this is like a big deal, man. Like, why is this company in control of all this shit and having so many problems? It seems like I don't know, something needs to happen there. 
Sony, Sony PlayStation, you may have heard of these guys. They make uh, interesting gaming uh, consoles. According to Wire, Peter Rubin, uh, they announced the PlayStation 5 will launch in time for holiday 2020. Actually, launch for uh, just in time to take your money for holiday 2020. <laughs> I like how they make it sound like, we're launching for the holiday. It's going to be special for everyone. No, it's going to be hell for you because every one of your fucking kids is going to want one. Uh, <laughs> mommy, 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 500 bucks. I got to have the new PlayStation 5. Mommy, mommy, mommy. Uh, hey, geez, how much was birth control? Anyway, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, I'm not. Uh, so anyway, they're going to feature a new haptic technology which uh, instead of their uh, normal shocking handsets, I don't know anybody's usually really good at PS4 uh, uh, or PS playing or usually Xbox or anything they're playing. If they're playing hardcore PvP, uh, they turn off the uh, rumbler in their uh, controller anyway because they don't want that messing with their shooting and their accuracy and in their speed, their speed running of killing everything on the planet. Um, so, but uh, I think it's interesting. They're going to put haptech technology in there instead of the thing, and it will trigger varying resistance. So, let's if you're shooting a gun, you might not get as much resistance as, say, for example, you're shooting a bow in a game, and they're going to have varying resistance to the trigger so that if you're shooting a bow, you're going to kind of feel the resistance of a pullback, if you will, of the bow. So, I, yeah, I think that's kind of interesting. Um, whatever uh it seems like the biggest change they're making is putting an ssd into uh, their units and they're also going to force blu-ray people who put game who buy games on uh, disc they're going to force them to copy that disc to the hard drive so that that disc isn't going to spin and run the game i really like that idea that causes way too much overheating in ps4s uh, ps4 pros and the noise of it is just annoying as crap i hate it it's just it's always going up and down based upon what you can do did i break anyone's speakers my apologies call my attorney um and uh, uh i gotta tell you we got the uh, i think it was the hyper x ssd one of the really cool ssds with the colors the multicolors on it uh we got one of those and division two was just killing me like the amount of time that it would take to to uh, move across the map from one point to another it would take like five minutes. Like you, you just, I don't know if it was officially five minutes, but it seemed like five minutes. Like you'd literally just say, okay, I'm going to go over there on the map over to dark zone. And then you just get up and go make yourself a coffee and come back. And you're like, is it done yet? Uh, joining friends, all that sort of stuff. Um, most of my other games, I didn't see too much lag time or too much delay, uh, cause I have good internet, but, uh, uh, and, but the thing would always make noise. It would always be running its fan. It's like, and I have one, I guess one of the, my understanding is I have one of the early units uh, that uh, takes in, um, has a chip in it that runs pretty hot. Uh, some of the later units, they, they upgraded that. Uh, but evidently I have one of the old original ones. Um, and so just having it run hot, have the fan run hot, which was really annoying as crap. So we got one of the HyperX. You can see their view on the Chris Voss Show product. We were really impressed with their SSDs. And we put one in our PlayStation uh, 4 Pro. And I got to tell you, it makes a day and night difference in the quality of your gaming, the speed of your booting, the speed of uh, your launching games, the speed of your uh, just if you had any lag, it really helps with that. Uh, with Division, it literally took and, um, and, uh, 
made the time to transfer between the map, opening the game, everything else, switching between characters, it literally cut that time at least in half. Um, it made the game just really a whole lot more enjoyable. And all my other games just run really fluid and smooth. Plus, I don't have all that overheating noise of the unit having to try and cool the uh, spinning discs and stuff. You don't have, you do have heat with SSDs. You just don't have a lot of heat because there's no friction in the units and spinning objects that are generating heat you just have the heat of the board and and the use of it and stuff so uh really cool that way that seems to be the biggest thing they're putting in the playstation 5 is ssd and making it very ssd centric the funny thing is you can kind of do that now <laughs> and i gotta tell you it's really easy it's like amazingly easy uh to change and put an ssd in your playstation so if you haven't got a chance to do that i highly recommend it you'll definitely love it and you'll be probably getting close to uh, you know, PlayStation 5 quality until next year. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be faster, you know, stuff in it, GPUs, CPUs, all that sort of good stuff. There's going to be better things. Um, but the solid state drive seems to be the largest part of what they're taking and doing. Um, and, uh, yeah, it should be, uh, should be uh, good for the uh, gaming community, if you will. Uh, Google to be a Steam transfer feature that lets movers users move ongoing music and video streams between devices coming first to Chromecast, Google Home, and Nest. This is kind of interesting from Variety. Uh, at long last, Google is finally interesting way for users of its smart speakers and streaming adapters to move media between those devices. That would be nice because sometimes you know you're in your house watching your TV and you want to I don't know maybe go move to the kitchen while you're cooking something and watch the same thing. Uh, I'm not really sure how that exactly works but it'll be interesting as well. Uh, also, uh, according to the Washington Post, a bipartisan Senate report makes recommendations to prevent Russian election interference in 2020, saying Russia sowed social media discord to help Trump in 2016. Well, this is probably old news to many of you, and you've probably already come to acceptance of this. What we're seeing now is uh, we're seeing uh, Facebook and, and other places, I think we had this conversation, the prior thing, uh, said they're not there to stop politicians from lying in their political ads they're buying on Facebook. So there's kind of some articles going around if you search for them. They're talking about does do these social media companies and technology need to be the truth serums? Now they they kind of have been if you've been following this of course this thing where uh, Facebook and other sources have been using um, like like sort of tr like Snopes basically like backups to uh, have you know some of the facts checks articles checks things of that nature, but they have uh, decided they're not going to submit political ads to that same sort of um, context or that same sort of uh, uh, scrutiny or committee teams, whatever they have built for this, they're not going to submit those. So they're not going to judge whether the ads completely lie or not. Uh, I know that TV uh, channels do kind of look at some of the ads and how, you know, if there's anything that's really blatant, they just won't run it. Uh, sometimes it's based upon their own prejudice or their CEO's prejudice. I know ABC sometimes won't run things. I think it is. Um, and, uh, you know, it, and so basically the discussion is this, the question is this, do we, should we expect our technology companies to censor lies? Do we need to start calling out lies more and more? Uh, I mean, certainly, uh, to me, caveat emptor, 
not the buyer, beware, should be the standard bearer. We should all be smart enough not to fall into the traps of believing bullshit and lies. I mean, I can see uh, people from a um, Dunning-Kruger sort of standpoint that want a, a Dunning-Kruger, Dunning-Kruger, I forget what it is. Um, but people that want to believe what they want to believe, and they collect stories that uh, uh, help them uh, stay in tune with that sort of thing. You know, uh, people, if you believe in aliens in space and aliens live among us, you know, your brain begins to start creating things around, around you that's like, oh, yep, see, there's another proof. There's an alien at the candy shop counter. Yep, clearly an alien. Uh, you know, shit like that. So, um, so yeah, I mean, it's a big dilemma. What do, what do we demand of our tech companies? What do we know in our future? And how does that impact our culture in the future as well? This is kind of interesting. The FISA court rules that an FBI foreign surveillance program violated American civil liberties, deeming tens of thousands of searches from 2017 to 2018 illegal. That's kind of an interesting thing. This is from the National Review if you want to take a look it up. Uh, and, uh, um, yeah, I mean, kind of interesting. People are targeting us. Uh, people are watching us. I'm sure there's much more deeper stuff going on as well. But, uh, uh, you know, all the more reason to maybe invest in different things that you can do, VPN, more secure networks. Um, you know, some of the stuff, I think the the deep state, uh, I don't want to use deep state because that sounds like a real conspiracy thing, that, you know, the NSA, the people who are really deep in watching stuff, in secrecy, CIA stuff, sort of thing. Um, you know, I'm sure that they're 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 doing whatever they want to do. Uh, let's come up to the next story. ZDNet is reporting Facebook uh, says its workplace platform is three million paid users, up one million in the past eight months, and introduces new features like portal support and new analytics tools. I don't know. Maybe can Facebook's workplace platform be the next LinkedIn? Who knows? We'll have to kind of. Watch it and see. Bada bing, bada boom. Um, Robinhood, if you're familiar with this, this is an app that uh, manages cryptocurrency and you can buy and sell cryptocurrency through it. And of course, it tracks it and stuff. They have unveiled a uh, feature called cash management, which it, uh, earns a 2.05 APY interest in uninvested money in users' accounts after 2018's botch rollout of its checking product. Um, the only thing I've heard that's been negative about Robinhood is, man, it sure costs a lot of money to get your, get your transactions done and get your money removed from it. So I don't know. I haven't really played with it much. I do have an account there, but I have not put any money on it because of uh, different complaints I've heard from some of my fellow people. I don't know. You tell me if I'm wrong. You can Twitch me or Twitter me on uh, Chris Foss or Facebook or LinkedIn. Uh, next up on the Vox, uh, sources. Postmates, which uh, planned to go public this year, recently told advisors it's delaying its IPL market due to market conditions. It's kind of interesting. The old adage of uh, going into debt, in hawk, up to your ass, and uh, leveraging your company uh, not into uh, not being able to make a profit for 10 years, Twitter. Um, and then dumping it as an IPO as a last ditch to pay off all the investors who bet on it and leave your money-losing company, Twitter, uh, with <laughs> with public investors hoping that sometime in the next 20 years they might make a profit, um, Twitter. Uh, <laughs> uh, I guess that might be coming to an end. Whoa, this is probably going to have a chilling effect on investors uh, doing uh, you know seed money, 
uh, it's probably going to affect Silicon Valley in some way because uh, potential investors that launch uh, apps and do early investments are probably going to go, well, with, you know, maybe there's going to be harder time for IPO uh, launch bailouts or uh, cash outs, if you will. Uh, so that'll be interesting to see what happens with that and how it works and how much more chilling, uh, some of the things, um, uh, some of the things that are happening in that marketplace. And, uh, it's certainly those is fallout. Of course, if you've been familiar, we talked about it multiple times on the podcast. So the, we work IPO fall failure and how we just kind of found out that uh, a lot of stuff was really crazy. According to the verge, the Samsung galaxy watch active Two review, uh, they like the touch sensitive bezel and decent battery life, but acquires too many Samsung apps to work. And Bixby is annoying. You know, I love, AT&T service, they, uh, we review their phones on the Chris Foss Show. Uh, I love my Samsung Galaxy Notes. I love the Samsung Galaxy products uh, across the board. Um, the one thing I hate, the, one, the only one thing I hate about all my Samsung Galaxy products is Bixby. Several years ago, um, with all my Samsung Galaxy products, I would put the Google Now Launcher app onto my phones because I like the integration. You know, I'm largely a Google person, Gmail, Drive, you know, everything I do is Google. So, uh, and to me, they're really good at delivering an algorithm of news that I want to see, my, you know, stuff that's interest to me. So I'm, I'm very fine with that, very happy with that. But uh, the big challenge is, is they put this, their own, uh, service on there and they won't let you download any other launcher app to replace this thing. And it's a nightmare turd. And it has been for years now. Everyone I know that has uh, Samsung galaxy hates it. And no matter how much Bixby tries, uh, people hate it. And one of the things that makes me really hate it is the fact that fucking Samsung forces it on us. Um, look, if you're going to make a great product, Make your cons- let your consumers choose, but don't force them. It's just a fuck you of dynamic proportions. So I just don't even use it. I ignore it. I disable the button. I try everything I can not to turn it on. I hate Bixby. I don't see that product getting any better anytime soon. And the fact that they're such assholes about giving me my choice and my freedom as a consumer just makes me hate it more. In fact, I would just won't even look at the new updates because I just don't care, man. You're going to play me that way? I'll play you back, baby. So there you go. Um, and Gadget, Opera 64 desktop browser launches with an in-build tracking protection using the Easy Privacy Tracking Protection List and powerful screenshot tool. So there's that as well. Uh, and uh, basically, it makes it so uh, you won't miss the browser privacy bandwagon and it takes uh unusual angle to sell it it's uh, promising a speed boost on your opera 64 desktop browser so how about that i don't know (laughs) um you gotta love it this is kind of interesting and probably make things more annoying on youtube as if it wasn't annoying already enough with ads uh according to the wall street journal youtube recently started testing a tool called instant reserve to let political ad buyers book slots months ahead of time similar to traditional tv ad buying the new tool lets political ad buyers book slots through february when voting starts in iowa new hampshire and elsewhere because God knows we're all fucking for sale and we're going to have to watch those fucking ads. Uh, is there anything less fun than watching a political ad? Mm, I'd rather go to the dentist most times. And I don't like to go to the dentist. So let's put it that way. 
Anyway, guys, that's the news. We're going to do a separate show, of course, today on some of the different Product Hunt highlights, things that we saw in Product Hunt that are amazing. They could change your life or not. Even then, they'll give you plenty of time to waste and goofing off with whatever it is. I don't know. I <laughs> appreciate you guys tuning in, uh, and we'll see you on the flip side of our next show.